0: Get in the Gates, episode 30. We are talking family, season two, episode eight of SG1. We are the Get in the Gate team. We're here to talk about Stargates each and every week. Just wrap up an episode, each and every podcast. All thanks to our uh, newbie Stargates uh, fan of the team, Reese. We'll get to him in a sec. My name is Mitch. Joining me, the full team, Maddie.
1: Maddie. <laughs> Given his review earlier, <laughs> again. No, I'm, I'm here. Oh, he's here. I'm here. Hi, Brendan. Hi, you're here too.
0: Surely am. And uh, as mentioned before, newbie Reese
2: present, present. Thank I you. I just wish I was. And and...
0: Welcome back to Get It Uh We got a little bit uh, blue. there only a minute into the look. This, this is a record. A minute yeah. into our podcast, <laughs> and we've already had to stop. A little bit blue.
2: calm down. going
0: yeah. as soon as Brendan started doing this Welcome back to Get It Again uh, again. <laughs> Let's just start holding it. Welcome <laughs> to uh, start with the synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> no way, totally. Let's get in. Let's, there's no way that we can get too dirty from reading the synopsis, which is what I do each and every week to see how they describe this episode back in 1998. Let's put on my uh, my best voice here. SG1 goes on a passionate mission to rescue Teal'c's son Ryak from the evil grasp. Of Apophis. But when they finally reach Rayak, he doesn't want to be saved. He's been brainwashed into accepting Apophis as his god. Can Teal'c find a way to win back his son?
2: Someone needs to take that off him.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, look, got, okay, Maddie, you're not in on this conversation Boys, we really need to talk I about this. I, we I, said we were going to do it last week. And we <laughs> I had
1: one particular note on this episode, and that was... Ryak is a dead shit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he does just make you like want to not have children. Yeah. Like he just, if I had, a, if I had a kid and it turned to be Ryak, I would turn in. I would and, be and, one of those fathers and, who just disappears and never sees their children. An automatic again. advocate. That's what Tilt birth
2: did.
1: control.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this kid's he actually, shit. I'm out. He's he actually to goes into his, into his room, like on on the base, and still prays to Apophis every night. He's just using his excuse to get away from that kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god!
0: <laughs> well, look. As has been the theme, we mention this every week as we review uh, Season 2, they are repeating a lot of themes or repeating similar sort of storylines as what they did in Season 1. This is very similar to Bloodlines, where we were introduced to the fact that not only does Teal have a family that he left, a wife and a, and a son, but uh, he had, they had to go on a bit of a rescue mission, and that's what this is as well. Braytech shows up, hey, you've got to come and uh, rescue your son, mm. and your wife's pissed at you again, sort of stuff, so... We have been saying, though, that each episode of Series 2 that has kind of mimicked an episode of Season 1 has been better. Maddie, I'm going to assume you don't think that's the case. Do you prefer
3: Bloodlines to... Family? Oh mate, that's like saying do you prefer <laughs> one STD to another? Like they're both. That, that was your first thought. <laughs> well, that you was... are just filthy. <laughs> today. No, that that was not my first thought. That was the PG version <laughs> of what was actually going on in my Interesting. head. Interesting. <laughs> um, I so I can't cop either of these episodes. They are just wow. Um, but you love politics. I can't. <laughs> that's got how is po- what has politics got to do with a, a bratty? The politics is little... shit. A prat. Yeah. But... <laughs> That's what I'm getting of, like, at right
1: there. <laughs> political, Everyone else understands. Political
3: commentary versus like a bratty little kid who's begging for a punch in the face. Mate, yeah, but that's yeah, but that, that's, and that's and
2: like that, your politician. That's why you love him. Because you hate him so much. But
3: that was before he was brainwashed, you want to punch him in the face, and now he's brainwashed and want to punch him in the face. I would have knocked two of his teeth out.
2: Yeah, but at the end they <laughs> shot him. So yeah, but,
3: but only with a zap. Yeah. I mean, pull out a P ninety or something. He's in great
2: pain. Nothing else is working. What should we
1: try? I don't know, shoot him.
3: Look, on, look it, it does pay me because this episode is written by the great and powerful Catherine Powers. Yes. Now, Mitch,
1: Mitch and I are just sitting back while you two are doing that going, uh, this is what parenthood is, guys. So if this frustrates you just watching 42 minutes of it,
3: when was, when was the last time one of your kids was abducted by a false god and brainwashed? No, I'm just talking you, about to give you your want to punch kids in the face. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> punch kids in the
2: Shoot them with a zap.
3: <laughs> but I literally I have i have two notes for this episode. The first one in, in bold, full capitals is just groan with an exclamation point. And then the second is, oh, how the mighty Catherine has fallen. Like this is the first well, of, of her episodes that I just emancipation couldn't...
1: I'll throw that up there.
3: Yeah, we all know my feelings about emancipation, but she she wrote that, she wrote Thor's hammer, <laughs> Thor's chariot, enigma, <laughs> slide like, on past that. Yeah. All <laughs> great. Episodes. I'm not going to buy that emancipation. Yeah, well, so anymore. she it's
1: has fine. written two shit ones and four good ones. So it's good. Not bad, oh. not bad average, really.
0: I'll go okay, we'll go to Reese, because Reese, you do love Tilk, you (laughs) are new to the show. This is your first time watching it, you aren't sort of filtered out by the next two hundred episodes after this to sort of compare it to. What do you think? I don't
2: like seeing Tilk vulnerable. (laughs) 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 When he especially like I don't know, it just seemed out of character when he goes back and finds out that his wife is now his ex wife and then he sort of gets real angry and leans over on the table with Mm. both arms. I'm like, that's not Tilk, like that's just some angry guy. Like, I don't know, it just was yeah. very out of character for him.
1: No, but that's what it is on that planet, yeah, and, is there... And
3: to Frotak of all people, like, she had Tilk and she went to Frotak. <laughs> yeah, but is as that, she says, I mean, he's what? the
1: only one that asked. And he's <laughs> yeah. rich. She so, was in uh, the slums. slums. Yeah. Mm. That's what Daniel said. Well, Tilk, would you rather, you No, know, last time we were here, they're in the slums. and basically... The slums
3: or a guy in a skirt, come on.
1: Well, they always <laughs> Like, he was,
3: he was sitting by the fire like he was bloody Hathor, like the way he had his legs crossed and his little <laughs> mini skirt on. He probably got that from the the actress who played um, Dreyarch the first time. Oh yeah, I thought it was a different. Drag. Yeah, yeah, they, they got we rid said of. said that
1: last time. The um, what did you call it? The, the, the Valley, valley girl. girl. Yeah, they got rid no, of. That's her. right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know whether <laughs> it's it's just because so they realised
3: she was crap or whether she wasn't available. I don't know, but they, yeah. yeah, they've recast uh, a new drag. And I did prefer this Dreyark yeah, like over the first definitely. one she was yeah, a little more better. you know a little more regal and loving, and, and proud and a little yeah. bit more motherly a little bit more wifey like yeah. it, it yeah. fit the role a lot yeah. better than, than
0: last time where Less she was slutty. almost yeah. yeah she was more like a, a an out of control teenage daughter last yeah. time around yeah, I, the I feel Teal like, like had yeah.
3: control. that she would have been a good like second wife for Tilk like if, <laughs> you know like <laughs> bit if <of> tail <laughs> if, if he had if he had like you know, like if, if if um polygamy was a thing on Tulark, and it's like, well, you have your first wife, and then you get your second wife, and your third wife, and you know, and you live there and you get a harem. It's like, well, clearly the first one would have been his, you know, his second. A Jafar wife. harem. What a place to visit. Wow. <laughs>
0: I look. I didn't mind this episode um oh, as you. as much. Certainly not lo- like you. I think, and and maybe now if you were to quiz me, why uh, I probably couldn't put up a a, a big argument for you. But uh, yeah, like Ryag does. Get annoying, and I guess it's because the first time we see him in this episode, he's like, "No, get your hands off me, Shova! I want my gun up off his Like, like yeah. a Roman centurion shit. as well. What are you doing? I'm just wondering though, what what this episode would be like if Stargate was on now. What they could do with a lot of the issues going on in the world, and a lot of the soldiers and things like this could be a really interesting episode, you know, uh, based around PTSD or soldiers coming back from war to find their families have maybe moved on from them and things like that. Like. Maybe that's what this was back in the mid nineties, but it's also, well, look, this is a you know, a mainstream sci fi show that doesn't really hit at the issues mm. that deeply. Let's just you know it's 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 a bare sort of very thin veil mm. sort of um, feel for the episode back then, but um yeah you know, I don't know, I guess because you know, it's got Braytech, we find out Apophis is actually still alive, you know, because the, the the characters didn't know that. We oh, knew that, yes, yes, but the characters suddenly get told that. Braytech tells them as if, like, well, don't, doesn't everybody yeah. know
3: this? Speaking of, I have a piece of audio here that I've just labelled bullshit. I am told he and Chloro escape through the onboard Stargate before your explosive devices destroy the ship. They must have used those ring things to get to the gate just after I did. Well, no, because we see it. Daniel jumps through the event horizon, like, a second before the ship explodes. Yeah. So Catherine, come on, well, I feel watch it, watch the episode yeah, and then right. write this one I feel, if you're going to reference it.
1: I suppose Daniel doesn't know, well, I guess he went and looked at the clock. So potentially he knows how long it, it took before the ships exploded. Mm. But they, I mean, I can't remember the exact order, but didn't they piss off before Daniel yeah. got shot?
3: No. So I'm, I, I wanted to go back and watch it before this, but I, I ran out of time. But from memory, it's... There's the scene where Daniel runs to the Peltac, looks at the timer, then runs off. Then you cut to Apophis and Clarel using the rings. Mm. Then you cut back to Daniel in the gate room, jumping through. Because there's only like 20 seconds left on the timer. Yeah. Daniel then basically runs from the Peltac to the gate room, jumps through the event horizon, and the bomb goes off. And we spoke about this in Serpent's Grass. He, he did dial the Alpha site yeah. and went through. Well, clearly that explosion would have translated through through the Stargate. So he yeah. would have, there would have been some kind of explosion or energy surge come through the gate yeah. to confirm the fact that the, the ship was destroyed. So it's just one of those things where... Maybe I there think, was
2: a second gate. Whoa! Uh, we will never know.
3: Well, I think obviously at this point in the show, yeah, it's, it's kind of a mystery and they've kind of written it explained it away here in something that we know not to be true yeah. but without spoiling anything for Reese I think when we get to I think dead man's switch in in season 3 something we find out there I think is probably a more probable hypothesis for how Chlorel and Apophis escaped hmm. I just don't think obviously Catherine probably never went back and watched the episode before writing this or she was she <laughs> I'm could, not getting paid for this she could have she could have written this before um, that episode was finished in terms of production. We don't know yeah, what happened true. there. So it could just be just a little, you know, omission there. Editing. I did. Um, it was just too to I think to the fix. one that you're
1: referring to, which was like a type of ship. Right? Yes. Yeah. The other the other ship that I was trying to remember, there was a ship where they ring down from, and the, in the Children of the Gods, so I yeah. went back. It's not actually that, that was ship.
3: A, no, that's a big glider.
1: But you never see that ever again.
3: No, and in fact, in the we talked about this in Children of the Gods. Uh, obviously, we have all the original DVDs um, that have, you know, the original version with all the, the naked Sharae and everything. And in the Children of the Gods re-release that came out after the show um, was finished, they edited all that out and they actually redid the CG and changed that glider into the ship that we're talking about really? uh, from Dead Man Switch. Apparently, I've not seen the, yeah, me the Children of the Gods cut, but there's a particular prominent component of the ship we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That would lead me to believe that that's how Apophis and Chlorelle escaped. Yeah. Without give, again, without giving away for Reese. Yeah. If you know what I'm talking about, there's yeah. obviously a, a clear component of that ship that could explain how they got away and without without the team knowing. Yeah. Whereas a glider obviously couldn't do that, and, and yeah. No. So yeah, it's a bit
1: a bit annoying.
3: But obviously, like that ship doesn't exist for another year, so even though it, you know. In the universe, it's existed for hundreds of years. At yeah. this point, it's nothing that you don't know no writer it. has created it yet. So yeah. it's one of those things where, again, we've got to kind of, you know, retroactively go back and sort of apply the, the yeah. later on rules to the older episodes when they're still figuring stuff okay. out. Which is okay. Yeah. We can do it. Back on, like... <laughs>
2: it's it's <Stargate>. <laughs> Yeah,
3: <laughs> back- as, uh, as Ben says from our... Uh, uh, DC get into geek chats. Yeah. it's just a TV show. It's no, fine. it's not just a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> We've DC, discussed yes. this. <laughs> Stargate SG One. <laughs> Back to the um the, the
0: personal politics side of of uh, this story. Like when you look at Teal'c, and you said Reese that you don't like seeing him vulnerable. And and me having seen this episode again in the past, I've forgotten a lot about it. I was surprised that it was just an out and out you know, um, divorce essentially and she's remarried yep. and it's it's done. Like he's asked her to marry him because he wants to marry her. She's went, yep, this will work out well and they didn't, she said, no, I don't have love for him. But it wasn't like that guy being Tilk's friend said, look, I married her just so she would be protected while we waited for you to return. Yeah. It was like, sorry, man. Like, she totally she, wanted she to hit that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you saw me, man. You saw us at the wedding, man. I had eyes for her. Like, oh, we always said a yeah. thing, man. You were just the one who asked her for a drink that night. <laughs> and then
3: he gets really petty in the fact that like, tilk thought this whole time they were married. At yep. you know? mm-hmm. no point did they try and contact tilk to say anything. And then, Can you sign these papers, maybe? Yeah, just just letting. <laughs> maybe know. that was one of the
0: bumps coming through the uh, through the, uh, the wormhole. Yeah, <laughs> in the yeah so
3: Frotak <laughs> is basically a cuckolding son of a bitch at this point. And then later in the episode, at night, they sort of they're both worried about about. Oh, sorry, Dreark and Tilk are both worried about um, Ryak, and they sort of have a tender moment and they kiss. Hmm. And suddenly that turns Frotak into the bad guy. Yeah,
0: and like immediately goes against everything he believes jealous
3: in. Jealous douche, and suddenly goes. Yeah. Oh, okay, you kissed your wife who I stole from you. Okay, well now we're enemies, and I'm gonna go and give you up to Apophis. It's like you think if well, he was
1: really, True Jafar he would go up and smack him, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, and
3: what was the the silver emblem like? That's we actually we we never see that again. This is the first and last time we ever see any Jafar with yeah a silver emblem as opposed to a gold or just a black tattoo, and it's never kind of established. What that means is he, what, is he a gold accountant? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Is he middle management? He is he admin? Spray. Gold spray paint. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, we ran out of gold. So he's <laughs> obviously, silver.
3: he's higher than a normal Jafar warrior that just has the tattoo mm. yeah. to, to warrant a gold symbol. Uh, sorry, a silver symbol. So it's like, why wouldn't he could just confront Teal'c about Mackinac, you know, his wife, instead of just running to Apophis and giving him up? Hmm. Like, that's, that's one of the, again, one of the reasons, aside from the fact that I want to punch Ryak in the face, this is another one of the reasons why I don't like this episode very much, because it just, and I hate to say this about Catherine, but it was poorly written. Like it just, I'm sorry, Catherine, I love you. <laughs>
2: I love you. I guess what, but, how else would you, I mean, obviously at the end, Ryak and Dreok go into, go to the land of light. Mm. I guess the whole episode was based around the fact that they needed to get them.
3: Away from, away from Chulak. Away from Chulak, and then yeah. Yeah, it's quite funny though because at the start of the episode, Hammond basically says your your own your primary goal here is to bring Ryak and Chulak mm, to Earth. True. Drayak. Oh, Drayak. They get him there. <clears throat> All right, let's. You wouldn't have much of a life here. Let's just yeah. ship you off somewhere. It's fine. Yeah. And Hammond did really feel for Tilk
0: in that moment. He said, "Look, this is mm. this is your mission. It's not so much go over there and kill a poffus or anything. Just go back and get your mm. son." But he prefaced that by saying, "Look, you said your family would make you vulnerable." He, then he prefaces it with this:
3: "Tilke, you originally withheld information about your family because you were afraid it would make you vulnerable. Well, it has. <laughs> I want this to be the last time." Yeah, like Hammond's I like, "I was waiting for the burn." <laughs> <laughs> Hammond's just like, "I've had enough of your shit." Yeah. 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 Like
0: it's cold, but it's a good leader. Like he's he's not just black or white. He's not a robot. He's he feels for him. It's a family thing, but he's also look look seriously. If you're going to be a part of this, this this shit's got to stop because it's mm. it's 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 affecting the entire team. So you've, I liked it. It was a good moment. You've run having. out of
2: sick days mm. and care days. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go sort it out and come back.
3: I guess in a way, in the way that you know, Thor's chariot was a sequel to Thor's hammer, and we have been comparing how much of this season is is the same as, as last season. This is pretty much a direct sequel to Bloodlines. Mm. So I guess, and it was left kind of very open ended in in Bloodlines, in that. Dreyark and Ryak are still on, on Tulak. Obviously, um, Breitak has a little more, you know, um, he can move around a little, a little more freely yeah. and, and all that sort of thing. So I guess this episode had to happen in terms of, we had to get those two off Tulak and away and, and mm. safe somewhere. So I, I guess that's kind of what Hammond was saying there. It's like, this is, <laughs> this is the last time we're going to do an episode like this. So just get him, put him away <laughs> yeah. somewhere and we can forget about it. But why
2: did they need to have her remarried? And
3: that's what I'm saying. I didn't, I didn't see any any point to all yeah. that um, and and frotak being this turning into a jealous douche um because he and like clearly Frotak and Draak have done a lot worse while till has been away than, yeah. Just, yeah. than just a kiss. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was clear there was no moment where it's like, look, nothing has <laughs> happened, you know, uh, I'm in love with her, but look, I, I would never do that to you as a friend, you know, I've just married her to look after her. It was like, sure, buddy. no, we have symbiotes have touched. Yeah,
1: they got to a pound town. <laughs> like, It'd be so
2: hilarious if you just saw, saw him kissing
3: till cat is my. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Tilk, you do know I shell-kecked her Nimrod <laughs> So yeah, for me there's just a lot of A lot of random crap in here that just didn't I think
1: what I did like was the, was that the cold opening Was they go, oh, incoming wormhole It's SG-1's ADC And they're like, they're what? like but yeah. we're here yeah. <laughs> Confused puppy, like, yeah. just one ear to the side They pop up one by one
3: Hammond of Texas Will you give
0: me
1: leave to enter your compound? You have it, Master Bray Tech. Well, you didn't die on the way in, so obviously I have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's the thing, because I time-coded it. It's when the wormhole opens to when they open the iris, to when he allows the technician, it's 22 seconds. Jesus. So if he had of, And oh, we know wow. that travelling through the gates like three to five seconds. Mm. He's dead. I, if no, he yeah, goes straight through.
0: It's, it's not like a receiver, is it? It's not like they send through the IDC and they get a green
1: light to go they through. Do, well, they, they got so the IDC before the gate opens again, but yeah. we're not going to go into that. Well,
3: at the end, Tilk shoots Ryke with a closed Zat gun as well. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll oh, move oh, past no. that. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, there is... A couple is, of times yeah. Again, it hasn't been established yet, but in a, in a... I think it might be much later, like Season 7 or 8 or something like that, they get Walter to transmit a hold signal through the gate. So you send through your code on your GDO um and you get the, the okay or the no hmm. go, well they've been sent someone got sent a hold signal. So it's like we acknowledge that you're there, but just hold on before you step through. Yeah. Hold please. Hold please. I um, guess that makes sense. So I guess, you know uh, Braytac has sent through his code, yeah. and he's waiting for the authorization to go through. Because there are other episodes later in the in the series where SG One are like under fire at the gate, yeah. and they've sent through their code. Because remember, there's an episode where it's like you actually see um, staff blasts coming through mm. the stargate because they're yeah. shooting it at SG One off world. They're translating through the stargate and hitting like you know the the Inside. glass where Hammond and Walter are. Yeah. And then,
1: yeah, they close the iris,
3: but or no they... one can send through a code, or they've been over. And like Hammond's, like, I need you to do this first, and they're like, "Mate, we can't. We're taking fire. We need to go through now or never." Yeah, we need you to open the iris. You know. Yeah. So I guess in they this radio through. Yeah, so I guess in this situation, um, or just again, blow a big horn. <laughs> 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 so again, much like what we're talking about with Apophis and Clarell I think you, we have to apply future rules to this episode, in that, um, yeah, uh, Braytac just got a got a hold message just waited for the for the okay
2: how's little bloody Royak spitting in Tilk's face oh. <laughs> I wonder how many
1: takes they did of that uh, <laughs> one hopefully
3: now there's two fathers in the room even if your children were mind controlled <laughs> by an evil god and they yeah. spat oh, in your face look if my
0: kid was mind controlled I'd backhand him just as like a first response I'm like is this gonna work <laughs> it works in movies <laughs>
3: if if this doesn't work there's shooting. a phrase uh, snap out of it for a reason yeah, exactly <laughs>
1: <laughs> bitch slap Um, Yes You would bitch slap
0: them. Oh man My kid spat in my face and Holy that was, Christ That was a pretty serious loogie too
2: That oh. wasn't
3: only a bit of child spit That was some That and was he, some phlegm He tricked yeah, He'd been him drinking too. milk that morning he Just tr- to get them ready
2: <laughs> <laughs> He tricked him too Like he He smiled as he walked over Yeah, yeah. He's like I'm gonna spit in your face mate <laughs> I think If only I had an anthrax teeth in me
1: Especially from a society that's What is it? Archaic no, that's not the right word I'm looking well, for. My okay, cake is old. Well, I guess it you is. Do you mean like but... on a bound? Yeah. Well, more like they're yeah they're well they're pretty old school in terms of they've got... silence
2: woman. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Didn't Tilt get very like? Yeah. <laughs> He'd <laughs> definitely
1: be hitting. He'd definitely yeah. be a, an abuser. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> sweet. Definitely. He would have copped it when he was a kid. So yeah. he would have. Well, so yeah.
0: that's what I found surprising about this episode, especially when you think of. Well, one Catherine Powers writing it, so the most established female writer so far this show has had, and certainly our favorite. Yeah, one of the sisters, um, definitely. Yeah, absolutely, and and also the the, the the steps they've made since emancipation, where it's like female empowerment, and how Carter is, you know, nearly on an equal playing field uh, as her role, not so much yeah. her rank, but her role within the team. She's as, definitely not as getting Jack. paid as much. And the, and no, certainly that, not. So, that's, a, that's a nineteen nineties issue. Okay, yeah. that's fine.
3: And the fact everyone that everyone else gets an audio. Yeah. When Catherine wrote the um the Samaria episode it's like we go to this Viking planet you'd expect to see a big Viking with a beard and stuff like that yep. and instead we're introduced to Gawen. yep she's you know, running the show times. she's running mm. the yeah. show so
0: all these steps that they've taken to sort of you know level out the playing field on a, on a, on a sexism sort of uh, uh, level yeah. and then you get these episodes where <laughs> yeah. they it's not like Carter never says a thing she never brings it up with Teal she never says anything to anyone else they never cut to her sort of Even just to look like, wow, this is so backwards the way that he's treating his wife. He calls her woman. I never want to see you again. And you're a vile thing. And all this. Like, all these steps they've taken, but then they're almost giving respect to the old way of things. It's really, it's it's strange. It's really strange
3: that they're a warrior race as well. It's like, Mm. and again, not to ruin anything for Reese, but later on, you know, down the line, we do see some female Jafar warriors, Mm. you know. So it's like, I almost, given that Catherine Powers wrote this. You'd think Oh mate You have no idea (laughs) Jesus Um, You kind of You kind of almost wish that You know Dreyarch had kind of stood up You know And taken her own power And it would almost be good to see her I feel like it would be more Heartbreaking for Teal'c If you saw Dreyarch thriving Mm. He went back yeah, and she was like the leader of a community somewhere. She'd taken even though she was yeah. the husband of the sholvar. She'd taken her power back somewhere else. She'd she was s-
1: king of the slums.
3: Yeah, she'd separate. <laughs> she'd separated herself from from you know the sholvar, and was you know a leader in, in a community somewhere, not mm. necessarily in the same town, because we don't know at this stage whether Chulak is the only town on the planet, and Chulak is the name of the town. Well, Chulak is. The I name think they of the changed planet. it to the, just the planet. Yeah, mm. eventually it's kind of like is the planet, but surely there's there's a few other you know settlements around. Yeah. For Catherine Powers, you think that'd kind of be the story that she would write, as opposed to quiet woman. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the fact that you know this other man could just come along and and you know take his wife and be like, oh well, she she would have died if it weren't for a man to come and save her, <laughs> yeah. a man in a skirt no less. <laughs> so yeah, I just,
1: I did um. Going off that topic though Like we're talking about How much of a dead shit Ryak is <laughs> Mate still i hated hate for days The first time I saw it I was really frustrated But this time around I could appreciate His performance mm. Like because we hate him so much Is because he was so good That kid
3: Oh yeah He plays yeah. a little shit And I do grow, <laughs> I, gr- I do grow to like Ryak In yeah. later seasons I think about Season 6 He has a really good Sort of two-parter episode And yeah. a great one In season In season 7 yeah. Um, But maybe it's just my Like I've I, I can't do kids. Like, I can't, yeah. you know? I used to, um, work. <laughs> I used to work at a radio station and I was a promo kid and we used, a lot of the time you would go to events and you'd just be stuck babysitting. Parents would just drop their kids off with you. What? And was, yeah, like you know, you'd go to like a like a football game and you'd have a big setup there with, you know, beanbags and a and a Nintendo Wii and all these yeah, different okay. little games. And parents would just leave their kids with you and bugger off to the, you know, to the outside to the, bar. To the drink shed. <laughs> Holy and Jesus. And you'd be like um the, the late night food markets, like at at South Bank and stuff like that you just become a dumping ground for kids. It's not a crash, guys. It's like, I don't, it's like guys, I, just, I don't have a blue card. <laughs> yeah.
0: I just wait till there's a whole heap of kids and just go, all right, I'm packing up. Yeah. See ya. And to make it worse, you drove a van to go to these yeah. places. <laughs> I drove a van that, Unmarked. Had, that
3: had blacked out back windows. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the marketing. You were, you were ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I th- and I, that was the one part of the job that I just couldn't cop. And all, all my mm. workmates knew that. They were just like, oh yeah, don't let Matty near. Like, he, he will just, Knee oh, those kids in the head oh, okay. Understandable I'm Glad you said that <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't let me knee um, those kids So like Unless got it's got a <laughs> Unless it's my niece Or ne- nieces or nephew Like I can't cop kids yeah. Like Yeah you know, So maybe it's just well, that's my, pretty own, normal, like, my own prejudice against kids, but I just, that's why I just can't copy. You hate kids, you, it. you don't I, know. Got, I got news for you, man. Stand
2: Everyone them. hates kids. It's just whether they, you can stand them enough. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> a, to it's have just them. a matter of <laughs> if you want to continue the human race
3: or not. <laughs> You're <laughs> so, to leave a legacy.
0: Selfless people like Brennan and I. Um, <laughs> yeah.
3: We'll see, well, see now, now I've not met Brennan's kids, but I've met your kids, Mitch, and I love your kids. They're, they're, yeah, a, but they're adorable. When but you I've preface spent... that with everything
0: you just said, yeah. I don't believe it. No, no,
3: but I'm about to say, I've cumulatively spent about 8 minutes with your kids total yeah, over yeah. like <laughs> small, four or five small visits doses, small So doses. that's fine. Yeah, you
0: know, the only the only people that aren't in my family or that aren't my my good friends I've grown up with like Brenda that, that tell me people that I work with like you that I've I have worked with that tell me that they love my kids. Are the people that have told me they hate children, and I'm like, yeah. I don't need you to try and defend yourself. I'm like, oh, but your kids are fine. I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I'm here. No, yeah.
3: Your kids are because I don't spend any time with them. Like, if I if I spend, if I don't like, know
2: them. But if they were in front of Maddie's van playing Wii, he would
3: hate them. <laughs> Like if I had to spend an hour with them, I'd probably hate your kids. But <laughs> I hate me proxy because all I see is little cute videos on your Facebook page, yep. and things like that. I'm like, oh, those kids are adorable. Look at that face. Oh, because then I can just turn that video off and go and do my own thing. <laughs> I don't
1: so have to even halfway
0: through.
3: I yeah, I don't have to keep I've seen them. Seen one, seen them all. You, you posted two. You posted two videos on your on your birthday just recently yeah. of, of your kids. Your... I watched one. Didn't make it through the second one. Yeah, so... <laughs> it was a lot longer, and I
0: apologise to any of my friends. When you say a lot longer. You mean
2: like the long Longest one was twenty seconds. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. the first one. Oh, they're so yeah. cute. Second one, this is just the same shit. I'm <laughs> but yeah. to be
2: honest, your your kids don't have anthrax teeth, so they're a little bit better. than Yeah, that's, that's, that's absolutely true. true yes, well, <laughs> or do they? And yeah,
3: going towards you know the, the acting of, of uh, little right Yeah, that biting down was was some good acting yeah. for, mm. for a kid yeah. that age. Yeah. And the way he could do like those those you know turns from you know being a little shit to. Sort of fooling yeah. Tilk into thinking that you know he's- when he's
2: pacing the room back and forth in front of Tilk, mm. I'm like, oh, this guy's this guy's good. Just yeah, uh, he's good changing emotions, that, you know, at the drop. Yeah, of that.
1: when you said the smile, that yeah, conjured up vivid image. When he was... I'm like, oh, yeah. he's coming around. And I'm like, hang on, I've seen this. <laughs> Bastard, don't you be sucked in, Brennan. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: knowing where this episode does end up with that, that twist or reveal, if it is one, um, do you think that the entire process story, their interactions with the Gould and Jafar up until that point, was all part of Apophis's plan? Or, like, you know, they come out of the gate, there's literally four Jafar there. Yeah. They get knocked mm. out by this gas. Is that part of the plan to make it look easy? Or... Is it just Jafar being shit? Is Bray taking on it? Like, should Apophis be out to kill them any chance he gets? Or is he going, you know what? I don't just want to kill Teal'c. I want to break him. I want to break his heart first. So let him get through. Kill all my expendable Jafar. You know, eventually find his way to my uh, palace and find his child. Again, won't be guarded by more than two or three of my Mm. expendable Jafar. And then at that very moment, his kid is conditioned now to tell him to
3: off. No, I the subtext I got from this episode is the idea with the te- anthrax teeth didn't come until the failed rescue attempt. Yeah. So, that's what I mean.
0: So up until that point, do you think it was part of Apophis's plan? N-
3: no, like he, he didn't know that Tilk was going to come. I think yeah. his idea was he's going to take Tilk's son, brainwash him, get on the little YouTube ball mm. thing, what do we call it? The
2: yeah, the, uh, the the TV uh, ball, FaceTime, Face FaceTime,
3: <laughs> and show. There's like because obviously he's trying, and they do mention in the episode he's trying to regain power after his loss, failing to destroy mm. the Tari. He's trying to prove to his people again that he is a god. And to him, in his twisted mind, the best way to do that is to brainwash the son of his greatest enemy, and his son to renounce Tilk and mm. you know p- pledge his allegiance to, um, to Tilk. Because really, if he if the anthrax teeth was his thing from the start. Well, there's there's no point in Ryak refusing and and screwing up that first attempt. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. I just yeah. up
0: until that attempt. Do you think? But again, you raise no. a good point that he didn't know Tilk was going to come. Then a week when, before, cause three also, weeks after. Yeah,
2: because they they did say because they uh, Tilk did work out. Yeah, they're taking my son because they want me. But in saying that, yeah, he was already brainwashed when they when they came to save him the Mm. first time. So he would have had a plan to to go and FaceTime his whole world and say, "Oi!" Once he knew, yeah. Yeah. If you're a traitor, (laughs) I'll turn everyone against you, even your family. A good plan, like that's that. I mean, Tilk
0: mm. he got destroyed.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I think Apophis's initial idea was to set a trap to draw Tilk there and capture Tilk in the palace. Yeah. Obviously, SG One came along and shit up, so that Mm. didn't happen. But then Ryak sort of, you know, did the double cross and refused to leave. Obviously, he would have told that to Apophis. Because up until that point, you know, you've got that big group of guards that come into Frotak's house and search for them. Yeah, You know, so Apophis was actively searching for them. It's not like those guards pretended not to notice them. They were legitimately hidden in a secret, you know, little little mm. hole in the wall. Yeah. Um, so I think once he couldn't find them in Tulak, that's when he came up with the idea to do the Anthrax Teeth because then obviously at the end of the episode when they're trying to get to the gate, Carter and Daniel are like that's that's too when they're easy, like, yeah. Oh, this is too easy. Mm. Something's not right here, this is this is too easy. Yeah. And that's obviously when Apophis has gone, Okay, well I'll sacrifice a couple of these guards and let them get through the gate so that then Ryak can be my Trojan horse and take out the Tari. Mm. Mm. He
1: was just too eager, wasn't he, Ryak? When do we
3: get to the surface? Yeah. Come on, mate. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Good actor in real life, shit actor in the <laughs> industry. The- <Yeah>. yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Like,
2: that's that's what I was thinking of. Like, ah, uh, do the guy will rely too much on the fact that they are this all powerful and mighty, and and just expect that humans from Earth just aren't that bright. Yeah, they they're arrogant. Work as f- yeah, that's
1: their downfall. It's like the Luke Skywalker Emperor thing. Like, yeah, 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 that's right. And yeah. if you
3: think about it, as far as like in terms of Apophis and Ra, they're used to. Abydos-level and Chulak-level sort of intelligence and, and ways of thinking, Yeah, you know, these people that are completely reliant on them and view them as gods. We, we find out, you know, a couple of episodes ago that the Asgard and, and the um, Gould are at war. Yeah. Well, the Asgard aren't kind of like a human humanoid race. You know, yes, yeah. they're bipedal, but they don't look like us. So I feel like, you know, the, the Gould and Apophis just seem to think, oh, well, these are just petty humans. You know, yeah. they'll fall for these, for these tricks because they are used to having the upper hand. And obviously we know from Need as well that, you know, the use of the sarcophagus, you know, kind of sends them a bit crazy. So all Gua'u's yeah, to yeah. a degree are a little bit crazy. And then obviously we find out in later, we've spoken about it here, but we find out in later seasons, you know, with their genetic memory. So it's like, yeah. you know, Chlorelle is was born with all the memories of Apophis and mm-hmm. all of Apophis' craziness. And it's like, well, then when Chlorel keeps using the um, the sarcophagus, he gets even more crazy than if he has offspring, it's, so it's just like, you know.
2: The crazy evolution.
3: Yeah. It's just like the ball's rolling down the hill, just gaining, you know. Yeah. Gaining more and more momentum as it goes.
2: I suppose, yeah. It'd just be oh, just oh. the fact that they are human, that they just presume. Because they, mm. they. The Goal will don't know about the Nox,
1: do they? No.
3: No, I don't think so. Because
1: Apophis had no idea. He thought it was the Fenry who had the tower.
3: Well, Shackle did. Did live with Like he was Didn't there did he die though Shackle? Not in that episode Remember he came back uh, A couple of yeah. episodes later For a hot minute He's not did, a big talker He died in Karai, <laughs> So potentially You know Whatever Shackle saw In the Knox episode He reported back to Apophis mm, Yeah But I mean They got their asses Handed to them On the Knox planet So I can't yeah. see them Going back there Anytime soon yeah, they wouldn't yeah. bother Yeah
1: They'd probably bombard them From space The mm. other thing I noticed Peter Bryant Who plays frotech Also plays mm. uh, Hoskins in a later episode of SG1, and as a member of the Trust. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Because I'm like, I've seen him before.
3: He's alive.
1: Seen <laughs> that guy before. All right. We all know what time it is. Oh yeah. It's time
3: to, to find, find out if Reese has been, been paying attention.
1: attention.
2: Oh, I've don't stuffed this one up now and being bloody recorded. I mean, all right. visually.
1: All right. Fun time to find out if you've been paying attention. So these are all gimmies, mate. Um, <laughs> Every week, every week, because this was a tilt episode, got a few tilt questions here, and some other different ones for you. So, short answer questions. uh, You got thirty seconds on the clock to answer five, pass, pass if you need to, and we'll come back to them if there's time. So, time will start at the beginning of the first question, at the end of the first question. Even. I
3: was gonna say, oh, you're changing the rules on him. (laughs) Less time.
1: (laughs) All right. What is Tilk's wife's name? Ooh,
2: Dudre
1: Correct. What is Tilk's son's name?
2: Ryak. Always get that. Oh, names, names.
1: How long can a wormhole be maintained for? 38 minutes. Is wormhole travel two ways? No. What is the lieutenant that had a crush on Carter in Message in a Bottle? What is he? What was his name? (sighs) Lieutenant.
2: Lieutenant. Lieutenant Dan. (laughs) <laughs> Sa- Sa- Sam- Samsonite Oh, I <laughs> was way off. Simmons. Oh, Simmons.
3: Oh. Simmons. Three so name close. questions. We to lose I really thought you had it this time, but yeah, that was a pretty tough one at the end. That was not a tilt question.
1: No, I said a couple. There's a couple of tilt questions.
2: <laughs> turns out Reese has not been <laughs> paying, paying attention,
1: attention. <laughs> oh what a loser
0: <laughs> alright well that is episode 30 of Get In The Gate Family season 2 episode 8 of SG1 we are the Get In The Gate team thank you very much for joining us again for Stargate Sundays we will be back next week episode 31 we are talking sh- secrets, secrets. Can you have a secret? Can you it? Oh, God, Why don't. Why do I start
3: singing songs? I don't know.
0: Yeah, okay, What from what show? From what show? I have no idea. Pretty Little Liars. I was hoping oh, you would okay, know, oh, but it's go. maybe worse that you don't. You nah, just sing it anyway. Anyway. An Why do I know you it? Know Let's, it? Move <laughs> 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 Let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, God, hang I hang put on, hang myself hang in that corner, didn't <laughs> oh, I? Yeah. My name is Mitch. You can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Mitch underscore Lewis. Matty? Uh, high pitch, Matty. Brendan? and the Brendan Gibson. And Reese. I'm at the Flying Gibson. And the show as a whole, you can follow us at Get Into Gate on Twitter Instagram and Facebook. You can catch all of our podcasts from the past uh, on SoundCloud and iTunes. Simply drop us a line. getintogate at gmail dot com.
1: Secrets is is somewhat of a um, bookmark, I suppose you'd call it episode. Mm. So I think Reese. Should record himself watching the first five minutes. That's a good maybe. idea. It's, uh, it's, it's a, a bit of a secret
3: to... open. It's a, it's a bit of a, you don't expect it. And then it kind of just kind of goes, whoa. Yeah.
1: That means I'll have to put bloody
2: clothes on while I
1: watch. <laughs> um. Basically,
3: Daniel and Hammond. <laughs> get it on! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Those those two in uh, poor man's Sarah Silverman initiate wildfire. <laughs> you know what I mean? We know so, what wildfire is. So you don't necessarily
0: have to wear clothes while you do it. Mm. Uh, I feel weird three blokes telling you to record yourself Reese, but if you could do that over the next week, mate, that would be fantastic.
2: Be my pleasure. It just won't be going on a website this time. <laughs> put some
1: clothes on. Maybe we wear some pants. <laughs>
2: I'm not wearing undies though. <laughs>
0: Now, you've got uh, a week to uh, join us for Secrets, so you can uh, catch uh, Stargate SG-1. Where Reese, You're watching it on Stan, the streaming service, of course. You can catch uh, every single episode of Stargate on Stan, of course, available on iTunes, or if you've got Fox still, it's on site or the good old DVDs and Blu-rays, guys. So, so SG-1 is out there, available to you. Get it any way you can, and we'll see you back next week. Stargate Sunday's for Secrets.
1: Secrets. Get into Geek.com